With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Critical Hit Punch All Nazis takes place in the early days of World War II and combines high adventure with cosmic horror. All dates, locations, and historical events are thrown out the window in order to create a fun story. So don't put too much thought into historical inaccuracies. All accents are done poorly, but with love and no disrespect is intended. Last time. She's. I, I have cleared away rubble, and I found a woman. The old ones were. The old ones are. The old ones shall be. I yell, who sent you? For the black sun! And you hear a crunch. Foam starts coming out of, of his mouth. The coffee shop is crowded, and it makes perfect sense why why the brigadier would send you here. Because if anyone wanted to do you harm, they would have to do it in this uh, large coffee shop slash cafe. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, there are the cafe is all a buzz of people talking about the explosion that just happened a few hours ago, the tragedy. What kind of madness is this? Uh, what is and and then some people are trying to tie the explosion to that German blimp that was uh, seen in Brussels, and people are just you know chatter 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 chatter. That's all people are talking about. The four of you are sitting at in a booth or at a table. I would say probably a, a booth. Was gonna say the opposite for reasons of being able to get out of it quickly. True, but I mean, if we're in a booth, people can't like lean over and go. Did you hear what he said? I mean, they'd have to lean harder. I mean, rock, paper, scissors, Rodrigo. Dutch, Dutch and Valentino. I mean, we've got four people here. Let's see if we can get a uh, a split vote. <laughs> I mean, I would. I was thinking table as well. Okay, table, Rodrigo. Um, I'm gonna Luther give it table. to. I'm gonna give it to the table by okay. voting voting no confidence on the bar. Okay. So the you know there are people all around the tables enjoying their their foods and whatnot. A uh, young waitress comes up to take your order, and uh, what 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 would you like? Espresso, large, hot. Mm-hmm. And as you look up at her, Doc, the hand that is holding the pad yeah. also has this black sore on it. It's like it's not like a weeping sore. Yeah. Um, 
it, but it is like, it looks infected, but yeah. she acts like, I mean, if, if this were a sore on my hand, I'd be constantly scratching it, but she is acting like nothing is wrong. There is no sore on her hand. You would think that in a cafe like this, you would at least have it wrapped up or something, but no, just a sore on, on the back of her hand holding the pad. And she's like, yes, espresso and you, sir. I'll, I'll just have a mineral water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, very good. Uh, Valentino? Uh, uh, yeah, just give me a black coffee. Mm, black, oh, are you American? Uh, yeah. Oh, are you a movie star? You <laughs> look like a movie star. No, no. I, no. Oh, that's, that's too bad. Uh, and finally, you, sir. Uh, tea? Uh, uh, milk? Please. Okay. And she closes the notepad and wanders off. You, it's still probably, you've got about 15 minutes before the, the Breedier is, you know, the two hour limit is up when he said he wanted to meet you. So you've got, a, you've got a little bit of time. Okay. Yeah. You're right, Doc. Ugh, no, the waitress. Ugh. I mean, she wasn't that bad. No, her skin, her hand. Did we notice anything about her hand? Uh, did you guys look up at her while you were giving the order? Actually, I Dutch definitely didn't. Dutch is like okay, so you didn't see anything. Yeah, uh, bug eater. It'd be impolite not to. Okay, you saw the sore on the back of her hand, Valentino. I mean, I probably would have looked up when she asked if I was a movie star. Okay, yeah. So you also saw the sore on the back of her hand. Yeah, that didn't look great. What was it? Uh, sore on her hand. I saw. It, I basically it reminds me exactly of what I saw in the park earlier, right? It does. It looks exactly like the same sore. Like I saw another couple with it in the park earlier. It looked worse than anything I saw in the other guys in basic. It doesn't look like any type of skin infection I'm familiar with. It looks evil. Uh, Matthew, roll a insight plus um, medicine. Insight plus medicine. Difficulty two. Oh, man. Oh, man, I'm good at this. Yeah. yeah now, also, um, what are your focuses in medicine? Hang on, let me check. My focuses in medicine. Surgery and first okay. aid. Ah, not infectious diseases? Uh, that's too bad. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Script cow. Two successes. Very good. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. What is What is that? Did he do that right? Uh, medicine 15. Oh yeah. So yeah. Two successes, two successes. I <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. I was making, cause you've, you've gotten your, uh, greater than and less yeah, than I, signs backwards. I've had my sign backwards all night yeah. and I finally fixed it. And it's like, wait, okay. I, uh, but you're rolling so, two fifteens, two fifteen. Well, 15 is, you know, yeah, greater or uh, equal yeah. or less than 15. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're right. This is not anything that you have normally seen. Although, with your medical training back at the Miskatonic University, you have seen some decomposing bodies that may have exhibited something like this in the past. But it's it's one of those things that you're too busy taking notes over all the other body parts. You know, you're trying to diagram the the veins and the ventricles and where the lungs are inside the body. Um, you may have been a little bit too busy they're, they're to in the middle. really pay attention to you know, black sores on, on these cadavers. I suppose I should 
say I'm never on a living creature. Yeah, yeah, that that's which okay. Yeah. Makes it even or maybe, more. Yeah, or again, it depends on whether you want to approach it with you never paid attention to it when you saw it, or that um, you just don't remember it. I suddenly went, oh, ew. Yeah, that's that's totally what happened. Okay, a, vo- a voice in my head said, "Oh, what if you did though?" Anything else? Any? What else are you guys talking about? Um. So you, uh, Bug Eater, just said he saw some people with this. Blisco, where did you see those? In the park that I spent most of the last hour in, a little over that uh, way. Just a couple on a bench. Not great. Yeah, I saw a squirrel with a similar deceased-looking skin. Uh, actually, in that same park. A squirrel? Uh, I mean, I had some guy staring at me, but I don't think... Uh, didn't seem to have any weird sores on him. Uh, do you guys think we're, like, imagining these sores? I doubt it. Uh, More than likely. It may be the opposite. It may not be that we're seeing something that isn't there. It's that we're the only ones that are seeing something that is. That sounds worse. It is worse. Hmm. The door to the cafe opens and the brigadier walks in. And there's a group of people over in the corner who start yelling at him and berating him and, you know, calling him loser. It's obvious that these are, uh, pro-Nazi people. Oh, and, and the brigadier some, is like dressed like a, Oh yeah. The brigadier, brigadier is, he is immaculate. He is well-dressed in full uniform. I'm sure. Oh yeah. He's the brigadier. <laughs> what percentage of the, uh, restaurant. Is oh, there's the like, item? Oh, like four guys, just four, you know, malcontents, malcontents. Okay. Yes. Sitting in the corner doing that. You also hear, uh, in another corner, a bunch of people applauding, the general as he comes in uh, Belgium is again, a neutral country. Uh, and so there may be some people that are pro uh, Nazi and people that are, are anti Nazi. Um, and so you can kind of get that here. Uh, this is almost, I don't want to say like Rick's cafe in Casablanca because you know, there's gambling in that establishment. I'm shocked, exactly. shocked that there's gambling in this establishment. Sure. Uh, but so you get a different mix. There's a big mix of people in here. The general uh, starts to walk like he's walking to the back of the cafe. And as he passes your table, he stops for a moment and looks at you as, oh, hello. Ah, it's good to see you again. We haven't seen each other for so long. Uh, you know, as as he's acting mm-hmm. as if this is the first time you guys have seen each other in a long time. And this is a uh, happenstance meeting. Oh, look, guys, it's the brigadier. <laughs> yes, yes. Hello. Hello. And he's long time. No there. see. He's kind of staying there awkwardly. Would yeah, you we'll, uh, like a seat? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And he takes his hat off. He sits down uh, with you and the waitress comes over with the same uh, weird boil, you know, thing on her hand, takes the general's order and he's uh, hesitant for a moment. He sees, uh, you know, the, the, the um, sore and the boil or whatever it is, but he does place an order and she turns around and leaves to go and do that. Were any of you followed? Not that, I noticed. Not that I'm aware of. I okay. did have a guy who seemed to specifically be noticing me at a bar before I came this way. 
In in what way? He seemed to be pretty blankly staring at me, and when I tried to ask him if there's anything he's won, he told me I was the one and walked out of the bar and disappeared. Wait. Um did he exhibit any Yithian traits like you saw with Easy Peasley? Uh seemed kind of similar. And you spoke to him? Yeah, again, just briefly before he walked off, uh, I, I tried to follow him, but uh, as soon as he got out of the bar, uh, he seemed to just disappear. The general just pauses for a moment to take all that in. Interesting, interesting. <sighs> well, it's been a interesting morning, um, I should say. Uh, there are a lot of things in the air at the moment. We lost a lot of people in that, in that explosion. We're still not even quite sure who was behind it all, although we do have our suspicions that this probably was the Black Sun. Looks like they're escalating their war against us. Yeah, I think we uh, kind of got some confirmation on that. Yeah. Oh, how? Uh, actually, let's go point by point. Okay. Um, after the explosion... Uh, I heard a woman who was saying that she saw everything. Mm -hmm. Apparently, right before the explosion, a red-headed woman was talking to a man with a hunchback. Um, and she shot him. What did um, the woman look like? She just said she had red hair. Um, I, I don't remember believe. if she gave me any. I cannot believe the Black Sun would send... Someone like her here. Her? Uh, yes, she might be... She might be Miss Bohm. She is a fairly high-positioned person in the Black Sun. Hmm. Okay. Was she attractive? Uh, this lady did not tell me that, and I did not see her. However... As this was happening, I noticed that there was a man in the crowd, a young man, taking pictures, and he seemed almost aggressively, um, uh, like nondescript. Yeah, nondescript. Um, and, well, and because he seemed calmer than anyone else, too, I went up to talk to him. At which point, he ran away from me. Uh, Valentino and I gave chase. I. Uh, Knocked him down. Uh, he exclaimed uh, for the Black Sun. And yeah, there's a, there's a lot of noise, so yeah. people would have to be really close to your table to really overhear what you guys are talking about. Yeah, um, and then uh, killed himself through what I guess from the pulps uh, to be a, a cyanide capsule. Hmm, it, it would make sense. And he was taking pictures. Yes, we. I got his camera, um, and also his passport and ID. And uh, ah, yeah, very good, very good. And he, um, uh, may I have them? Uh, yeah, of course. And it, uh, would, it would make sense that in an operation like this, that not only are they trying to harm our organization, but they may also have pl placed a photographer to see who the operatives we have might be. Does that make sense? I mean, 
it would yeah. be perfect uh, opportunity as in, in the confusion to take pictures of people as they're coming out of the building or out of the rubble and finding out more about what is going on uh, with us. So very good. Very good. Go. Oh, good job. And well, he gives you a, a pat on the shoulder. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, I'll, I'll you slide can... over all of the stuff. Okay. And he kind of puts it underneath his so, hat, kind of lifts up his hat and puts everything underneath. So that's all I saw at the initial incident. Does anybody okay. else have something that they want to talk about? Uh, I do. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, begging, begging the brigadier's pardon. How are you not injured? He takes a deep breath. Let's see. Um, can you, Matthew, roll an insight plus, I guess, insight plus observation? Mm-hmm. Difficulty mm-hmm. one? Uh, I can probably do that. Two, Two successes. successes. Very good. He's, he pauses for a moment and then he says, I believe a load-bearing wall prevented a lot of the building coming down on me. And he seems to be very confident in that story. Mm-hmm. But you, Doc, can tell that he may not be telling the entire truth. <laughs> I, I so want to say the catchphrase, but it's a curse word, so I can't. Um, and your secretary, sir. Oh, Mrs. Kettlepot. Oh, the I, poor woman. I found her, and she... Yes, she, she was dead. Uh, thank you for finding her. It's uh, She, I'm, she wasn't she was dead best. when I found her. Well, I imagine with a building falling on her, she wouldn't be alive for very long. She was alive long enough to open her eyes and scream at me with completely black eyes. What did she scream? I... Didn't write it down, but I, I totally, did. I totally okay. repeat it to him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The old ones are, that? the old ones were, the old ones shall be. Yep. Uh, reverse. Were, are, and shall be. Were, are, and shall be. There you go. Yeah. Ah, uh, huh. I, well, we'll have to investigate. We'll have to investigate this. Um, listen, we have been compromised, obviously, and I have contacted. I have contacted Section M back in England, and everyone who survived is being ordered back to Kent. I have taken the time to alert General Eisenhower and your Sergeant Doolittle that all of you are okay, and you are all okay, correct? Uh, okay enough. We, we are intact. You, and he points at, at Doc, you look a little haggard. I some... I would suggest I would suggest tea to to calm your nerves. In any case, in any case, uh, General Eisenhower wants you to continue on this cooperative mission with us. So are we going back to Kent? No, unfortunately, as the situation has escalated today. We don't have any operatives on the mainland. And so you are it. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to reach Captain Harris since he left yesterday to investigate the crystal location uh, in Germany on that map. You might remember, and he's pointing at at you, Dutch. And not being able to hear back from Captain Harris is 
very concerning. Um, so I'm guessing if we get into trouble, there's no point in calling the number now? Oh, no, that number can put you in touch with us anywhere. Oh, okay. I see. Now, you do remember... Yeah. You do yes. remember the, the, rem- the code? The book. number and the code, yes, I do. Okay, very good. As far as the Germans that you stumbled upon that night, we don't know any new information on them, but... Uh, this morning, the boys were calling them night wolves because of their black clothing and the insignia on their clothing. Mm-hmm. We are at this point very unclear where they fit into the Nazi hierarchy. I assume they're part of the Black Sun, but I don't know. He reaches under the table and or he reaches into his pocket and he slides across the table to you a bundle. Yeah. This is all I could scrape together on short notice. Um, do you all have your your passports, your identifications? Uh, yes. yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, you all continue to be American tourists. This bundle contains 800 monies. <laughs> it's all I could scrape together on this short notice. But it will have to do. If you need a flight anywhere, we have an airfield just over the border in France that can fly you anywhere you need to go. It is a proper military base. They are alerted to be on the lookout for you. And we have quietly, to the need to knows, informed them of who you are and what you are doing. When you show up to any of our bases, use the code phrase. And that will help identify you. I've let them know that you are doing specialized work. Just just like the librarians, just like the doctor. And uh, poor Mrs. Kittlepot. I, 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 you, were, you were able to go with the doctor. He looks at the, I guess, at the group of you. You were able to look at the, um, the creature. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Were you able to get the information that you needed? Kind of glances at Doc. Honestly, yes. I mean, it was... Put it this way. I didn't find what I'd hoped, but I also didn't find what I'd feared. Well, what did you fear and what did you hope? I had hoped that they had somehow discovered the where's and why's of the thing. Which... Yes, again, we're, we're calling them Shoggoths. Mm. Um, we don't know much about them. We've only encountered them two or maybe three times. The first time decimated, almost decimated the entirety of Captain Harris's unit. Mm-hmm. They're lucky, the ones that came back are lucky to be alive. I'd hope uh, we don't perhaps know... we had discovered some sort of weakness, say, silver or salt or... No, but the... The lightning guns that the Nazis have um, appear to do good damage. And certainly we've developed one of our own weapons. But uh, that's a one. There's only one of those. Yeah. So. Uh, Brigadier, I have a question. Yes, sir. Uh, what are the sores? Oh, you're talking about the young woman over there. Mm-hmm. Amongst others. Others? He looks around. To see if he can see any others, and sure enough, about four tables over, 
there is a young man, very, you know, clean shaven, short cropped hair, everything. He's wearing a nice business suit. And behind his left ear, extending down probably about three inches down from behind his ear, down his neck, you can, he clearly makes out another one of these black boils. I, hmm, that is curious. Um, I will have the boys in Kent do some work. And the next time that we talk, I will try to share that with you. Okay. Um, listen, um, Carcosa is the name that you guys were looking for. Yes. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. We received a little bit on Carcosa while you were upstairs with the creature. Uh, the only thing that we have come across right now, the librarians before everything happened, um, it seems to be a city in another dimension. But we, as far as a doorway, we haven't been able to find that location yet. Now, uh, we are aware that there is a library in Paris, which may know more about Carcosa. I'm sorry, the, the, the rhyme uh, that you had. I, I'm sorry, the paper was lost in the explosion. Oh. I can rewrite it for you. Uh, uh, that's okay. Um, I think it's best that you have that information now. And uh, the researcher in Paris may also know a little bit more about the luminaries. So I'm asking uh, you right now to continue on with this mission. Mm -hmm. You are our only operatives in Europe besides Captain Harrison. Again, I'm very concerned about what may have happened to him and his small team. Uh, but uh, I need to know that you are ready to continue this mission, wherever it may go. At this point, I don't see any other choice. Very good. Very good. It seems like. Ah, it seems like this explosion. The Black Sun attack, if it was the Black Sun. And now I'm thinking as he points to. To Dutch, if he did scream that it seems like they would be behind this. It seems like they have taken the secret war to the next level and whatever you stumbled upon in the forest or in Brussels is something big and important. Yeah. Now listen, as soon as we're able to reestablish new HQ on the continent, we will do, uh, we will get additional recruits and we will be able to bring you back in. But right now I need you to be on your own and I need you to be the best that you can be. Well, you can, you can count on us, Brigadier. Ah, very good, very good. I knew, I knew we could. I know that there was a rough start, but ah, now it's more important that we get a handle on what's going on so that we can counter this Nazi menace. Mm -hmm. What should what we... You... Oh, I, I, was, I was going to ask if we should perhaps head to Paris first. Um... Uh, Paris is, is certainly an option. I mean, if, if you... Uh, are going to continue the investigation onto Carcosa because that seems to be what those uh, Mr. Mon uh, Herr Montauk and, and Herr Dienstag were most interested in uh, in Brussels. That would be a, a, a good decision, although I'm... <sighs> it is... Captain Harris is really a good soldier, but I'm going to leave it up to you and let you use your best judgment. Well, the only other lead we have is in Germany, so that seems, without support, that seems a little bit of a, 
of a dangerous mm-hmm. uh, mission. So maybe we mm-hmm. should head for Paris first. Agreed. Okay. All right. All right. Um, and he writes down on a on a napkin an address in Paris, mm-hmm. and he kind of slides it over. I need uh, Valentino. Could you do a? I think I'm going to let you do Insight plus Academia. Difficulty of one. Okay. Uh, One success. Ah, Perfect. One success. Now, you didn't have any focuses or anything, did you? Uh, My academia is only four, so uh, cryptography. Oh, and cryptography. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, One success is all you needed. You recognize this address. Oh. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, this, uh, I mean, Antoine's... you don't have to share that, but I'm just letting you know that you know this address. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's up to you if you want to. I don't care. Uh, I think it must be Antoine's address. Um, yes, his name is Antoine. Uh, yeah, I, I know this fellow. Ah, well, good. Very good, then. Um, uh, do you plan on driving or will you be taking a plane? Uh, that's a good question uh, let, I mean you're me... probably a good two and a half three days drive if you wanted to go to Paris or you are you know about a three hour flight <laughs> would the Again, flight be comped oh you I would mean, be driving the mili- you would be flying one of the military um, aircraft <laughs> kind of like a bug eater uh <laughs> Well, we do. Do we have a car available, or we'd have to buy one? Um, it might be best to take a, a train or public transit to the uh, the airfield. Hmm. Okay. We unfortunately, a quick investigation of the of the garage or garage. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, this is Earth D twenty. These accents are perfect. This is exactly yeah. on Earth D20 how these people talk. Yeah, people um, can tell what part of Leicester he's from. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, the cars that we had were made inoperable through the explosion and then the subsequent fire, unfortunately. Uh, cost of a car. Oh, uh, price of a new car in 1939, roughly $700. Oh, or I should was- say... 700 monies you have 800 monies and that's all you know that you have yeah that 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 would be the entirety of our money so yes so it seems like we know who blew up the building we don't know why they wanted to blow up the building except that you know they're nazis and they do evil things but are they trying to cover up something i i just don't know i mean we captured one of their creatures, so... We definitely did, yes. They... Uh, the first, we've actually captured two of them in the past. Uh, the second one, uh, unfortunately, decomposed too soon before it got back to our to our headquarters. And uh, we've run afoul of their agents, so maybe... And they may just have this information. They didn't know if we were working with you. Um, but... Uh, Montag and Dienstag, um, they saw us. They got away. So it's possible that this attack was simply to see 
if they could smoke us out and rule us out as who we are working for. Because we didn't well, tell them. Well, then it's a very... It's very good, then, that you were able to get this camera because uh, we prevented any of our agents that have not been identified from being identified by the Black Sun. So very good. Yeah, The last picture on it is a picture of the man who uh, was taking the photos. And I don't know what sort of uh, influence you have right now, but he didn't die through being crushed by a building. He was poisoned or he poisoned himself. So there might be some covering up that you need to do. Uh, You know, I don't know. Um, people die. I'm not concerned with, did he, did you leave any ID on him? No, we took everything. Then my guess is he will probably be identified as a spy. He was wearing German clothes. Yes. Yep. Yes. So I'm going to imagine no, no identification wearing German clothing. They will assume he's a spy. That works. Quite. Anything else that I might be able to help you with right now? Uh, the waitress, during all these conversations, the waitress had come and given you your drinks. Um, the brigadier has not touched his at all. He's just let his go cold. Yeah. yeah I think we're good. I can't think of anything. Very well, gentlemen. Then you have your orders. Once again, we appreciate. I appreciate what you're doing. And I'm hoping that you are able to to find the information that we need to stop whatever, and he just kind of looks around, whatever is going on. Oh. That's our and hope so as well, sir. He kind of stands up and he starts shaking your hands. Very good to see you all again. Very good. It's been such a long time. Don't be strangers. And he kind of scoops up his hat with the camera and the other uh, documents that you gave him, uh, Dutch. And uh, he turns and walks out the door. Now, I will say, as far as uh, character knowledge, you know, in a general vicinity where this British airfield is in France, you will have to cross the border um, to to get there. But you you know where it is. It's not like it's it's hard to it's hard to miss. I mean, okay. we've crossed borders before. That's how we got here. Yes. Is it possible to like take a train? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, From this town, I mean, the the train system in Europe right now is really good, at least in this D20 version of of this world, is very, very good. So being able to get from uh, one city to another, there may be some delays if there's any uh, bombings once you cross the border into France. Uh, But for the most part, it's it's a pretty straightforward train ticket. It will take you. It'll take you about two hours to get from where you're at to uh the border and then another hour to get to the the city or the town where the british air base is located so is that what you guys are going to do um i think i'll I'll put it to the table i'll be like so do you want to just start heading there now do you want to rest up i mean by now uh, it is it is late late afternoon would these be sleeper trains or would they be like Sitting up and getting uh, punched in the face trains. These are, these are sitting up trains. The last train that would leave under a normal schedule probably leaves in about two hours. Um, mm-hmm. The, you know, the, this, they're not because this is not a long distance train is probably mm-hmm. not going to have sleeper cars, but 
I mean, you've all sat up and slept yeah. before. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can we can take the train and just sleep on the ride. Okay. Uh, you go down to the train station. You purchase tickets. Everybody roll in a, uh, agility plus stealth. Oh, no. <laughs> Difficulty of one. I just want to see if there's anybody watching you. Should we be rolling, like, something to notice people watching us instead of, That's like... Your, uh, that would, yeah, that would be observation and um, insight if you wanted to see if anybody, but uh, really, if you're trying to be <clears throat> sneaky and go unnoticed, you would oh, want to be um, agility plus stealth. God, I'm doing so good. Yeah. Uh, Zero successes for me. Okay. Zero successes uh, for Valentino. Zero uh, successes for Blisco. And Come on, Dutch, bring it home. <laughs> Here we go. Roll it. Level 20. One oh, success. success. Yeah. Sorry, I ruined it. <laughs> all right. Oh, we are bad at this just all around. We are just terrible. We this are is, not. This, nobody this is not see, supposed to I, be a stealth campaign. Yeah, I... I <laughs> Out of the way, Americano's I, coming I pitched, through. Yeah, I pitched two characters, one of which was like a sniper. So this is this is the this is the part where that character would have actually been good at things. Yeah, so uh, you're able to get on the train. You're very polite to everyone. You're able to find a seat and sit down. And then uh, your compatriots come in and they're kind of maybe tripping over a little bit of stuff, bumping into people. Uh, it's very clear that that these three are Americans. Yeah, everything in Europe is smaller. That's well, and true, also yeah. these guys are kind of loud and yeah. Europe is the opposite of Texas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Instead of big hats, they have small hats. Yeah. So if there any if there was anybody following you, at least for you, Dutch, they probably don't really pay that much attention to you. But the other three people definitely are paying attention to who who these sure. guys are. If someone were to say, uh, did anyone see any Americans? They'd be like, yeah, there were three Americans on this train uh, yeah. when we were going to France. So uh, that is that is probably the uh, upshot of of that. Yeah. Definitely not trying to sneak so much as create a cover that we're just young Americans on yep. holiday, if you will. Yep. yep. So the first part of the train ride goes uneventfully and you do hit the border, at which point the train stops so that uh, people can come on and inspect everyone's passports. Um, do we see do we see a red line on the map? Yes, there is a red line. It's a very short red line going from a small town in or small city in uh, Belgium uh, just right to the border two hours later uh, to uh, to stop there. Now get out out my passport. Okay, everybody gets out your passport. They come around. There's two of them. Uh, They look at everyone's. They look at their faces. They go down the go down the train. They get to you. This is probably going to take like 20, 30 minutes. Uh, These are the people in your car. You can see other um, soldiers in the other cars doing the exact same thing, trying to make this as uh, easy as possible. They get to the four of you. Yeah, passports. You hand them your passports. Uh, They look at bug eaters and they look at you. Nebraska? Yeah. Give them a big old toothy grin to make it look more like this picture on my passport. Oh yeah. Yep. Definitely. 
he hands that back to you. He turns to Valentino. Hollywood? <laughs> no. Hmm. He takes your passport. He opens it up. He looks at it, looks back down, looks at you, looks back down, eh. closes it, hands it to you. He um, goes to Dutch, takes your passport. He opens it up, pauses. He looks at you again. He goes over to his goes over to his uh, his companion and they whisper into each other's ears. They're whispering. They're looking at at Dutch's passport and then looking back at Dutch. And finally, he closes it up and he goes back uh, to you. Your purpose here, sir. Uh, I am on holiday with my friends here. Uh-huh. Trying, to, and you, trying to show them a, a good time in Europe while the getting's good. Mm-hmm. If um, you notice that the companion is standing, you know, a few feet away and he's just writing stuff in a notebook. And this, these are French. These are French uh, soldiers at the yeah. border. And then he's like, uh-huh, very well. And then he goes to Doc, looks at your passport and is kind of taken back because uh wow okay and he very quickly closes it back up and hands it back to you enjoy your stay in france <laughs> i never thought having a terrible photo would work to my advantage <laughs> uh so you know 10 minutes later you know the trolley car comes around you guys can get some snacks if you want snacks you can take a nap uh as you get to the uh town that has the british airfield yeah just in case i'll i'll make sure we set up shifts Okay. All right. All right. You arrive to the town where the British airfield is. It's still relatively early. If you get off the train at the station, as everybody disembarks, there is a cab. There are cabs that Mm -hmm. can take you where you need to go. Okay. Well, we can take a cab. Okay. You tell them your just destination. Yep. Hey, you are Americans. Yeah. Uh, Yep. I love America. We do, too. That's one thing we already have in common. Yes. When are you going to come over and help? Oh, I wouldn't know. Um, We're just, uh, we just graduated, so um, we're not really, we don't really know much about it. Ah, it's not our decision to make. Ah, yes, yes, true, 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 true. Uh, Why are you going to the British airfield? Uh, I, I have a friend there. Oh, it's good friends. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. We're uh we're going to see if he uh if he can uh teach a bug eater here how to do some loop-de-loops. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. that train was from that train was from uh from Belgium, no? Uh we did come from Belgium. Yes. Oh, I think that are going to be attacked very soon. Uh Nazi blimp. Oh yeah, we heard about that. Oh. Ah, they're going to re- they will regret staying neutral in this war. I, I promise you that. I I I I get that. I, I think I agree with you. I think that neutrality is a tacit um endorsement. You tell your president Roosevelt then he needs to get into this war. Well, you know, the guy you really need to get to is Eisenhower. Ah. And he kind of looks at you like I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's like our our big that's like the top uh of our forces. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And then you arrive at the 
at the base. He drops you off. You are down I'll, one. You are down uh, one monies. If I can, if I can, sure. Yeah, I'll I'll try to get some information out of him. How have things been around here? Have people? Uh, I mean, you know, is France is France currently under attack? It is. Uh, you know, they yeah. they are. You know, they've actively declared war. Um, uh, sometimes bombings, sometimes air raids. Um, people are trying to move as far away from the border as they can. Yeah, per- probably not the best time for us to take a vacation. Um, but we had been planning this for so long. We're probably going to mm. have to end up cutting it short, though. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, certainly going to Spain, going to uh, Morocco, going to Norway. Uh, not involved in the war yet. Right. Anything else? Uh, nope. Just wanted to get general sense of how things yeah. were. Yeah. So you can tell that he's he's concerned, but he also knows that, hey, this is my job. I got to do my job. Um, people are scared, you know. Um. Yeah, that's kind of where he's at now. Everyone's very nervous about what's going to happen next. Yeah. There is a soldier at the gate of the base. I'm guessing we like get off, get out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, he drives uh, off and waves out the window at you. So, so this guy. Oh, bye. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is British, right? Yes. Uh huh. This is a British okay. airbase. I'll uh. Walk up to him and uh, say, May I help uh, you? Uh, yes, uh, we are delivering uh, food here for your highest officer. What? Uh, we heard that uh, Franklin wanted a turkey. And he pauses for a moment and he goes, wait here. He goes and he goes inside the little booth, picks up a phone, is talking, nods his head, hangs the phone. Um, go to the base commander. Thank you. Or actually, I should say, go to the base commander. I can't believe you've been sitting on that Sussex accent this whole I time. I know, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of Quonset huts. Uh, there is a small tower, but this is definitely an airfield where uh, the British and French forces can launch uh, raids onto uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of activity here. People are constantly working on planes. Uh, you see planes taking off. You see planes landing. You see by this time you can see the light from the tower spinning to let everyone know what's uh, going on. Just a lot of activity uh, going on uh, as the as it as it gets darker. Bliska, what are you doing? Checking out the sites at this point. Are you like giddy? Kind of. This is probably more planes than you have ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, just like eyes are up in the sky, making sure I catch anything that's flying past. Okay, very good. You get to the base commander. What can I do for you? Um, we uh, would like transportation to Paris. Hmm. 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 Well, let's, um, uh, you want to finish these boys, huh? Uh, yes. He kind of strokes his chin, kind of screws up his eyes. He opens a chart. <laughs> that is a supply plane leaving in. Oh, you boys better hurry. Ten minutes. All right. Well, traveling light anyway. He picks up the phone 
is barking some orders. Hold the plane for these guys. Um, as you step out, good luck. Uh, as you step out, there's a, a Jeep pulls up and you guys can jump in and uh, they can take you to the airfield. Thank you. Yes. Good luck. Good luck. And he waves. You get to the plane and it is, it is on the, it's, it's ready to taxi on the, on the runway. Yeah. Propellers are spinning. It's a two engine. It's a two engine jobber. Uh, people who are uh, all into the world wars twos and the proper planes and all that stuff. Hey, it's a, it's a two prop jobber. It's uh, definitely mm-hmm. got some cargo in it and it's painted colors. <laughs> and the, the, the back door, the back door is open waiting for, for you. Does it actually have seating or are we like, oh, yeah. they'll, they'll be like, there'll be some, uh, maybe a little combination of both a few seats, but boxes as well. Yeah. Maybe not that, but there's definitely places where you guys can uh, get in and, and get situated, stow any anything that you may have, which I don't think you do, right? You don't have any yeah. clothes or anything like that? Yeah, we definitely need to spend some time settling Peace in and, and, yeah, <laughs> buying some clothes, buying some... Yeah, mostly clothes. One of the, one of the crew members uh, closes the door as you all climb in and get seated and he locks it uh, by, you know, twisting the handle up and the handle comes off in his hand Uh and he just, and he just looks at you and goes bloody gremlins and the plane taxis and flies off towards France and and, and into Paris. Critical Hit Punch All Nazis is a production of Major Spoilers Entertainment and was produced and edited by me, Steven Schleicher. You can get a behind-the-scenes making of this episode when you check out the GM Roundtable Octoon Cthulhu edition at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash majorspoilers. What's next for this team of adventurers? Find out in the new episode debuting on Tuesday. We didn't have any named NPCs this week, but if you would like your name to appear as an NPC in a future episode of Critical Hit, Become one of our associate producers at patreon.com slash major spoilers. We have a lot of adventures to get through and our list of patrons is getting longer. And this is your chance to immortalize yourself in our adventures. Don't forget, we want you to record yourself doing your best on critical hit and send it to us at podcast at major And your voice will join the growing chorus of fans, just like our college friend, Carl, who appeared at the beginning of this week's episode. You don't have to be a patron to send in your recording, and we hope you do it soon. Questions, comments, jump into the Critical Hit Discord channel. You can find a link in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2023 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.